Oh, salt and pepper. Let's talk about sex. And that's what we're going to do right now in Closet Conversations. COVID-19 and sex. SFM leading the late night conversations with me, Patricia Nduli, and we are going to be talking about sex. Hence, I have asked, and I repeat again, let everyone who's under the age of 18, please excuse us. Please, 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 because sex is not for you, and this conversation definitely is not going to do you any good. However, we are going to be joined uh, today by a doctor, independent medical practitioner with postgraduate uh, diploma in occupational medicine and master's in medical law and ethics measuring in the social, political and medical legal aspects of medicine and experienced in risk and disability medicine. That is Dr. Tabani Nguanyana. Very good looking doctor, I must say. Warm welcome. Good evening, Patricia and to your listeners. Ah, I didn't know that you were good looking and also had such a sultry voice. Ladies, gentlemen, we are talking sex and COVID-19 and the doctor has a sexy voice. Oh, well... What uh, what a time to be alive, uh, <laughs> you know. So I'd like to invite everyone to please call in on 0891-104-207. You can also SMS on 41391. WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. Twitter at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli. Don't forget that hashtag SAFM LNC. We are talking COVID-19 and sex. Now, Dr. Tabani Nguanyana, we know that COVID-19 has caused an uproar, right? So there is no longer the old normal. There is new normal of the way we are living our lives. But one aspect that we have not really looked at is how COVID-19 is going to affect us sexually. If even. (laughs) Yes, uh, I think the unfortunate part is uh, it is going to be around for some time. So we have to start thinking about ways of how to live with it. And uh, most people have been asking questions as to what happens now. Can you still have uh, sex during this time when there's COVID pandemic? Is it safe? And how do we also say social distance? when you've got a partner, what does it mean? Social distancing in a bedroom? You know, so those are the questions that uh, people have been raising and those are things that we wish to address tonight to say, life needs to go on and uh, COVID-19, no, no, COVID-19, there still has to be some life and if this is going to be around for some time, we have to find ways of uh, surviving and still be able to enjoy our life. Well, this is not the time for our listeners to be coy or to shy out. Uh, join in on the conversation 0891-104-207 or on WhatsApp 0614-104-107. COVID-19 and sex on our closet conversation. Dr. Tabani, I'd like to find out from you. I mean, you have mentioned social distancing. Is it possible for us to be able to socially distance ourselves from our intimate partners? Especially well, if you are living in the same household. Well, uh, it is possible. Again, uh, we have to look at uh, what you want to do at the time of the lockdown or at the time of social distancing. So it is uh, difficult, as you can imagine, that uh, you're obviously sharing a household. But again, uh, there's a lot of other aspects you have to look at it in terms of uh, uh, are you living with a partner that perhaps... Uh, uh, lives with you all the time, or is it a partner that uh, perhaps has to be somewhere else the other time? 
we know that it is a, a tricky part now where uh, particularly as the healthcare workers where you've got a partner that might be going to work and coming back uh, to the household again. So you have to think about those things. This is on the serious matter to say uh, we actually have to still take a, a very a, a good precautions because we may not be uh, kind of in a similar setting, in a lo- similar lockdown setting with your partner. So it is much easier if you are in a similar setting where you are both uh, together the whole time and all day almost, and then you almost know that uh, the risk is reduced. But obviously, if somebody has to be uh, working up to work and uh, exposed somewhere else, you have to think about how do you social distance with them when they come back. I mean, if I'm living with my partner, we are married or just uh, cohabiting together, and I- I'm not really sure whether or not they've contracted COVID-19, they don't show any symptoms or signs, and um, we-, we want to get intimate. Can we jump into the bed and do our thing, have sex, or should we be testing each other before every single round in session? Well, it will almost be impossible to obviously test each time. That will be in an ideal situation. And uh, I mean, we're looking here at somebody that uh, lives with you every day, and which means you're going to have to test and wait for results, uh, which take a turnaround of maybe 48 hours. And what do you do in the meantime? Do you wait? And then again, do you test? How many times do you have to test? So it becomes almost impractical for you to always test all the time. But uh, what we say is that uh, there's going to be many scenarios. Obviously, if some uh, one of your uh, if the partner develops uh, symptoms, that's a different story. But if there's no symptoms, there's no uh, suspicion that a person has been exposed to people that maybe might be having a COVID-19 uh, disease, there should be no need really to keep testing as such. But obviously, the precaution still needs to be taken. And again, uh, when your, those desires set in, you almost have to know as to how would you be able to handle those. Okay, you say we need to take precaution, and it really makes sense, but um, can COVID-19 be transmitted sexually? Okay, so I think maybe we have to start there, just to demythify those, to say uh, the current uh, research doesn't show that uh, COVID-19 is a sexually transmitted infection, and as we know it as, uh, as it is right now, it is currently a respiratory tract infection. Yeah, which I, means it has an affinity perhaps for your nose, mouth, and for your lung. I can literally hear some males and females clapping hands and saying, yes, yes, thank goodness. COVID-19 is not sexually transmitted. We can yes. have fun. Um, l- let's take a bit of an interlude. When we come back, I'd like us to talk about um, the sort of uh, interactions we can have sexually. Yeah under these current uh, circumstances of COVID-19. SAFM leading the conversation, late night closet conversations and no under 18s, but you can call if you're over 18 on 0891-104-207, WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Call SAFM right now on 0891-104-207. Leading the late night conversation, closet conversations with me, Patricia and Uli on SAFM. Remember, you are more than welcome to join in on the conversation. 
only if you're above the age of 18. If you're under 18, please do not even entertain us. Don't listen to us right now. This is not your conversation because we are talking COVID-19 and sex. That number where you can get hold of us, 0891-104-207 or on 0614-104-107 on WhatsApp. We're talking to uh, Dr. Tabani Nguanyana and we're talking COVID-19 and sex. During the lockdown, um, a lot of people who are single or people who are were unable to be in touch physically with their partners resorted to masturbation, Dr. Tabani. Um, is, is, is this a safe way of um, um, sexual pleasure during these times of social distancing? Or could we perhaps transmit um, certain um, aspects of the virus to ourselves by having masturbation? Okay, uh, I think that uh, answers our that question as to how can you still connect with your partner while you're socially distancing. And again, these are people now that are not living together during this time, but they are partners. And uh, you talk about uh, masturbation, that is almost the safest kind of sex there is uh, that you can have <laughs> with yourself. But obviously, you have to find ways of how can you enjoy these together with your partner and again we live in an age of technology which means you have to find ways of how you can maybe uh, play songs to each other or live in this virtual dating space where you are able to still make love to each other so to speak uh, while not being together find ways of how you can uh, tickle yourself tickle each other and uh, really enjoy this and and kind of have a same romantic experience that you will have when they were around you. So you're saying sex should go can uh, go uh, virtual. Um, but now I'm talking about the fact that we say our hands are the ones that could transmit this disease to us. Should we have hand sanitizer or gloves or what should the measures of masturbation be? Well, if you if you masturbate, uh, you still have to wash your hands afterwards because obviously uh, there's a lot of body fluids uh, that uh, can be uh, spilled over. So you still have to wash hands. So wash uh, hand washing is going to be very important throughout. And again, this is just the, the re-emphasis on the hygiene throughout to say uh, even during sex and even during masturbation, head washing and also washing, uh, like keeping hygiene and keeping clean is going to be very important as it's been uh, uh, kind of preached by the by the government. So washing hands is going to be very important. Also, if you happen to perhaps use sex toys, it's also important that you also wash those sex toys with your water and soap as well. Let's go to uh, some uh, WhatsApp voice notes. Remember, you are most welcome to also send us a short voice note. Let it be crisp, clear, to the point and precise. We're talking COVID-19 and sex on uh, 0614-104-107 or call in on 0891-104-207. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for talking about this great topic. Uh, I wonder if doctor can comment, man. There's something people, they call it Corona style. Yeah, it means now these days you have to wear a mask and a condom so that you are protected. Eh? Can the doctor comment on that? People are talking about Corona style, you know? Um, Patricia, poor Elizabeth, again, okay, we need to be serious and, and we, we need to stop being biased. Children get 
born, get born these days with COVID-19 based on the basis that the, the virus was inside the mother's body. Don't tell me that you can't spread it sexually, okay? Don't tell me that you can't do that. It's, it's just the kid wasn't living where the lungs are. This is a lung disease, but the child is born with it. You mean to tell me that it can't be transmitted sexually? We may not be able to prove it thus yet, but it, it's a probability. It's Russian roulette. Sex right now should be a taboo taboo. Just the same thing as fucking smoking. Oops. Wow, really? The language, mind the language, mind the language. However, I hear you and you sound very passionate. Um, Dr. Tabane, um, talk to us. Uh, let's start off with Vuyile's uh, voice note. He says, well, a kid was born, a baby was born with COVID-19. Um, and for us to say it's, it's not sexually transmitted would be, would be almost like a fallacy. Well, uh, I, we like to obviously look at the current evidence, and this is on, based on scientific evidence to say currently there's not been any studies that show that uh, COVID-19 is sexually transmitted. But obviously, uh, if you think about uh, a mother or uh, that might be infected with COVID-19 and how they can transmit it to a child, there's a different route. There's uh, many ways that you can, other, other kind of hypotheses you can uh, deduct from that to say uh, perhaps it was circulating in the blood, but what we're looking at is whether the the virus itself can it be transmitted from one partner to another through sexual intercourse. I think we need to be able to separate that as opposed to whether the virus can cross the placenta to infect the child, which is a different argument. And currently there is no evidence uh, to show that or it has not been proven? Yes, there's no evidence to show that it is sexually transmitted from one person to another. You know, the one thing I'd like to know from Vuyile, if Vuyile, you can just respond via voice note again, is if you as a male are going to be able to hold yourself um, sexually and just, you know, block it out and say it's a no-no for as long as the lockdown and the coronavirus don't have a cure, are you able to do that? I'd like to hear your response. If you are unable to get hold of us on our 0891-104-207 number, please do dial our 011-714-3945 or alternatively 011-714-4045. We are talking COVID-19 and sex. Let's uh, go to the Corona style uh, WhatsApp voice note. Is there such a thing as Corona style masks and condoms and raincoats and what have you not? You see, Patricia, this is exactly what I was talking about to say. We have to find ways of enjoying our lives and having fun. You know, but again, we're not saying that people should now go on a spree and try and find new partners, which is something we're going to talk about it again, because at this point, we're trying to look at uh, the partner you're currently living with, because finding new partners at this time is going to be another big, big, big problem because that's where the source of infection might come from. But living with your current partner and minimizing infection, why not find new ways of playing around? I mean, why not? If you, you, you can have sex while wearing a mask and a condom, why not? And minimizing as much contact as possible because that's what we're looking at because then the other option is to have, uh, have uh, kissing, which is almost prohibited and uh, transmitting these. But if you can play around 
with the styles that they've, I'm, I'm glad they've come up with these inventions and these uh, new ways of uh, having sex. But I think these are things that they are worth exploring to say, is the sex that we current, the way we're having right now, is it the way that is going to be during this corona time? Is the life as we know it going to change? Or should we come up with new ways of doing these things? I mean, is, is a mask, for instance, going to be a new norm in our homes? You know, what about the kissing? What about the oral sex that we talked about, but I'd be talking about as well? Uh, so those are the things that we're looking at to say, uh, can we identify ways as humans to say, how do you go on living our lives, not on just being uh, stopped by the coronavirus to say, it is serious, we take it serious. We know that you need to fight the outbreak and the pandemic as, as, it, as it is, but how do we still also live our lives? Well, I've got we a, don't know so how Dr. Tabane, it's going to be. Dr. Tabane, yeah. I've already got a response from Ovuyile. Uh, Ovuyile says uh, in PE, he says, well, yes, he's been abstaining from sex and uh, how he's been managing to, to cope with that is with mind sex. So that's another element of sex that we can explore. I've got another WhatsApp here from Pa, who's all the way in Kimberley. Pa says, I, I was sent a position from my partner to practice a particular position he sends a video um, of an explicit nature and he says that's a social distancing um, how can I put it social distancing uh, a position of having oral sex so People are being creative. People are trying to find means and ways to ensure that they continue enjoying their sex lives. Let's let's talk about um, kissing. We we saw that our minister said kissing is no longer allowed because that's how you'll transmit uh, this particular disease. I, is this true? Well, uh, obviously, if uh, there's a, there's a, when are we looking at risk here to say. Uh, how is COVID-19 most likely transmitted and is transmitted through oral and the nasopharyngeal. So it's all around the mouth. So the saliva and all the oral fluids are most likely going to be the first source where the virus will be carried. But again, as I said earlier, you have to think about uh, the partner that you're living uh, with to say, would you be able to avoid kissing as such? And if you can, it's really advisable that you, you avoid kissing. But again, you have to try and find other ways as to how you can still have fun and still enjoy your body and still enjoy sex, perhaps without kissing if you can. But uh, what we need to also uh, perhaps separate is uh, kissing new people, which we discourage strongly or finding new partners during this time, which is also discouraged strongly. <laughs> but again, uh, we don't know how long this COVID-19 is going to be with us for. And what are you going to do? Are you going to quarantine yourself first uh, before you get intimate? But I would say that for somebody you've been quarantining with for the past, let's say, 14 days or so, it should be safe to be kissing with them. And if they have not developed any symptoms, it should be safe to be kissing with them. You know, you make it sound like better the devil you know than the devil you don't know. So kiss that monkey, kiss that frog. That's what we're doing. Let's go <laughs> to Vincent. It's going to be a very difficult part. Let's go to Vincent in Cape Town. A warm welcome to you, Vincent. We're talking COVID-19 and sex. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, uh, I just wanted to comment regarding this. I mean, I see most of the people, they are complaining regarding, I mean, uh, being with your partner and the issue of sex. 
So, and those two people are separate from, I mean, their partners at this moment. For me, I normally, I do stay for a long time without my partner. But the, the solution which I took, I mean, for me to keep myself busy, mornings I do some training, you know. I, like now I cannot go out for training, but I can jog inside my own space in the house, maybe an hour. I do sit-ups, some push-ups, and uh, some stretching. I mean, kicks and uh, punching, hand stretching. And then it takes my mind from thinking, I mean, I mean sexually. And I've been saying that for quite some time now. So I think that is an option which, I mean, I think people who they are not going to work, who they have been confined at home, they should think, I mean, to get involved, uh, say, doing some physical fitness. Thank you. Thank you very much, Vincent. Vincent is saying, well, instead of thinking of having sex, uh, well, go, go ahead, being physically fit. We've got a voice note here. Good evening, uh, SAFM and Patricia. I uh, just want to find out, uh, I heard the doctor saying uh, we cannot transfer the disease uh, by sexual intercourse. I just want to find out here because uh, if you if you are doing sex, I mean, uh, there are romantic ways you need uh, you touch each other, I mean, you kiss each other. Uh, you, can you avoid it in that way? Because you can't do sex uh, within uh, above one meter, one point five meter. It is someone lovely from Durban. I'm hearing you. I mean, how do you have intercourse? How do you have sex if you have to keep social distancing of about one meter apart from each other? I'm inviting um, you to call us in on our oh one one seven one four three nine four five number or. 011-714-4045 on WhatsApp. You can reach us on 0614-104-107. And uh, we are still talking COVID-19 and sex. Class of conversation. Dr. Tabane. Dr. Nkwanyana. We are talking sex here. And on the one hand, Vincent in Cape Town is saying, Ka, leave it. Forget about sex. You're going to get yourself into trouble. Just become physically active. It's going to take your mind off things. On the other hand, we've got a listener all the way in Durban saying, mm, well, you know, how then do we have sex if we have to keep uh, social distance? Well, uh, I think we, we it's going to be a very difficult uh, thing to do because uh, I, I take the point that the last caller just said to say uh, by its nature, sex means you kiss, there's exchange of body fluids and all that. Uh, and then again, you were talking here for somebody that you don't know that they've got COVID-19. Of course, if somebody's been diagnosed to have COVID-19, I would suggest that you stay away as much as possible. Uh, but uh, we're talking here somebody that we, we don't know that they've got COVID-19 as yet or the partner that you're living with, that it does not display any symptoms. Uh, and again, uh, all we're just saying, we're not saying that all these methods, I mean, this is a very new disease. We're not saying that these methods are, are, are like foolproof that you would not get uh, uh, any COVID-19 being transmitted through. But we're just saying that, uh, uh, obviously, if you avoid uh, kissing, and you still can have protected sex. And if you think about uh, oral sex, for instance, and I know there's uh, some uh, 
tools that you can use, such as your dental dams, where you can actually cover yourself. Your I don't want us. Your, I don't want us to rush to oral sex just as yet, because I want yeah. us to look at it um, as a totally separate entity to the different types of sex that we can have. Let's go to uh, uh, some of the WhatsApps here. And I'd like to remind uh, every listener that you can call us on 011-714-3945 or alternatively 011-714-4045. Let's continue with the conversation. WhatsApp, I've got uh, WhatsApp here saying, Midnight Doctor, it's Roger from Honeydew. Can we have sex or not? What are the risks? Big question marks there. And then uh, Lebo in Alberton says... I say, let's a phone sex, masturbating while on the phone, breathing heavy, mmm, orgasm. So, Roger's asking, can we have sex? Yes or no? What are the risks? And on the other hand, uh, Lebu is giving us some other ways of having sex, either than being physically um, um, in touch with each other. I think it will be interesting to know what uh, will be the government regulation when it comes to whether we should have sex or not and uh, as to how they will police that. Because uh, we obviously have to think about as to whether uh, the safety part and uh, the risk in terms of uh, the living with a partner that you are with, to say, should you then stop having sex with the partner that you live with, that you've been with for God knows for how long? Uh, and again, like I was saying, that all I will discourage, really, based on the evidence, is to finding new partners that you may not know as to why they have been. But again, I know that even in uh, even in marriage, even in a close partnership, people that uh, are in there, they can still be exposed to the other people that are outside, outside that circle. And it may be very difficult to know as to who your partner has been exposed to outside only your, yourself. But again, if you are able to uh, control those circumstances, then you know that... Uh, You've been self-quarantining in the same environment and you all don't have uh, symptoms. I will still think that uh, really to have sex and uh, with your, your wife or your partner, it shouldn't be a problem. But again, it will be interesting to know what the government guidelines want to be in terms of that. But uh, we're looking here as to are there going to be other ways perhaps that... Uh, maybe are going to be prescribed to us. Well, that's why we're having this conversation right now, uh, Dr. Tabani. That's why we're having this conversation. But it it, it makes it sound like, you know, those who are currently single are going to stay single for a very long time. SAFM, join in on the conversation. 011-714-3945 or 011-714-4045. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia M. Dooley. Joining on the conversation, a closet conversation with me, Patricia Nduli. We're talking to Dr. Tabani Nguanyana, talking COVID-19 and its implications it's going to have on our sex lives. We've got uh, some WhatsApp. In fact, we've got Anonymous on the line. We'll start off with you. Anonymous, uh, warm welcome to you. I hope it is a warm evening as well. Hello. Anonymous, uh, give us your viewpoint. Okay. Um, I want the listeners to listen to me. Very carefully. Um, from the spiritual point of view, those people who are doing masturbation should listen carefully. Okay, so... If uh, you do masturbation, yes, doctor. these are the consequences. Yes, Anonymous. The consequences. The first one, setback. 
or retardation. And secondly, you'll be chased away by your landlord. Thirdly, you are being hated by people. And the fourth one, sometimes you lose job. These are spiritual point of view. So any person who is doing masturbation should take these four things into consideration. Either you lose your job or set back in your life or retardation in your life. Or sometimes where you stay, you'll be chased away. You don't understand. You don't do anything wrong, but they chase you away from the house. And then sometimes you'll be hated by people. These are some of the consequences that masturbation people uh, do normally face. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Thank you very much, Anonymous, for your viewpoint. In the interest of time, I'd like us to also give opportunity to other callers. Um, and uh, please do make note that we are talking today about COVID-19 and sex, not just in isolation um, on uh, masturbation or isolation of uh, marriage. We are talking about the entire sexual activity. But we do hear your viewpoint, and we do I actually understand what you're saying from a religious point of view. That's where you're coming from, Anonymous. And I think a lot of other people could concur with you, but others could say, well, it's, it's, it's safer, like the doctor has said, it is safer than actually going out and, and having uh, intercourse. Now, I've got a question here on our WhatsApp. Um, it says, good evening. My question is, um, is it possible for a pregnant woman with COVID-19 not to transmit the disease to an unborn child? Or should I say, is there a way of preventing a mother to child prevention uh, transmission? That's from Solly. Doctor? Uh, sorry, I just missed that question again. Can you repeat it, Patricia? Solly is asking, is it possible to prevent mother-to-child transmission of COVID-19? Well, uh, we don't have enough evidence also towards that in terms of uh, uh, mother-to-child transmission. Uh, and again, if you think about uh, uh, how the baby, when the baby is born and the baby is in contact with the mother, if the mother has got uh, already proven to have COVID-19, it is likely that the mother may transmit it through that. But in terms of uh, uh, placental transmission, there's not enough evidence as to whether it really there's a blood uh, a, a transmission that uh, because, you know, the mother and the, the child's baby does not mix as such, but uh, during uh, uh, birth, there can be mixing of blood. And also sometimes the, uh, the child is, is going to be put onto the mother's and the breathing and there's close enough. There might be transmission there, but in terms of a, a vertical transmission that is from uh, inside the intrauterine or inside the uterus from the mother to a child, there's not enough evidence to suggest that uh, the virus can be transmitted there as well. More on our voice notes and our WhatsApps, I'd like to remind our listeners that you can call us on 011-714-3945 or call 011-714-4045. WhatsApp 0614-104-107. And please keep your voice notes very short and precise and audible so that we can get through a lot of them. Remember, we only have limited radio time. Now, this uh, vo- this uh, message on WhatsApp comes uh, from a uh, listener in Cape Town. And the listener says, I am not worried anymore when I'm doing it. So I suppose it is sex. As long as I have sanitizer with me. Hashtag no sanitizer, no sex.
And then the next one says, good evening, Doc and Patricia. This is a very big challenge indeed. Uh, it comes from Mfuni in East London. How can you not have sex with your partner or your husband sleeping in one bed, staying together and doing everything together? Has this COVID-19 come to divorce us? Oh, is it possible? <laughs> it seems like uh, sanitizer is going to be the answer to everything. But on the other hand, it seems like people are saying, well, it, it doesn't seem possible to ignore your partner um, sexually. That's, that's why then I'm saying that uh, you ha- we have to find ways, you know, that uh, is our conversation to say, how can we safely have sex during COVID-19 pandemic with our partners? And again, uh, we also have to explore as to how can we socially distance and still be intimate with our partners. Because if COVID-19 is going to be with us for a long time, where there's a still a ways that we have to find in terms of how do we continue with our families if we want to start families and how do we continue with our lives even if this pandemic is around. So Vreela did uh, say to us that he's been um, practicing mind sex and I, w- I would really like to know how this is done. Um, we've got a voice note here. Let's uh, listen to it. Yeah, Patricia, this is a very um, interesting conversation you're having with the doctor. But I just wanted to find out if, um, my, if my, 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 my female partner can be able to give me a, a blowjob then uh, and I can, uh, you know... Uh, it also go down on her without uh, transmitting the the coronavirus in between the, the two of us without kissing without you know uh, exchanging saliva and, and, and stuff like that very important question this i mean i did say earlier on that we'd go to uh, oral sex and i think this is the time for us to talk about it um our listener here says well if one partner gives another partner a blowjob or the other partner goes down on the other partner will that transmit oral um, oral sex will it transmit the COVID-19 disease if we are saying kissing has the potential of transmitting the disease I'll say uh, out of all that we've talked about uh, in terms of uh, kissing and things that we've just re- referred to uh, oral sex will seem the safest here again if we we're going to make sure that you stick to just oral sex and not mix it with uh, kissing and the at the same time and where possible also use barriers such as condoms uh, it, it it is much safer as compared to kissing uh, as much as uh, is that risk again but again if you make sure that then it ends there uh, it will be different or it will be safer than somebody who does oral sexing and also proceed to kissing. And uh, Donald and Rustenberg says, how are you, Patricia? People must develop new sexual techniques during this COVID-19 pandemic, not that old style male on top. So are there positions that will work or not work, Dr. Taban? Yeah, I think that's what uh, the first caller talked about in terms of uh, uh, <laughs> How and in terms of even dressing up, uh, I mean, I, I would have, I would imagine where you actually make it fun by having sex while <laughs> having masks on, uh, but it will be very difficult. But again, if you look at positions, there's a lot of positions that uh, people could consider, and I mean, I wouldn't list them, 
but it's positions where the other partner is facing away that are usually uh, going to be safer in, in terms of uh, having sex during this time. Because obviously the, the positions where you're facing each other, it is likely that you'll end up kissing. But uh, if you look at positions where the other partner is facing away, then it's unusual that you'll kiss them in the mouth. Because even if you were to kiss, perhaps you end up kissing them either on the neck or just on the body, which is less risky than kissing them in the mouth and the nose. On our uh, what um, on our SMS line, then we've got another caller saying another listener saying Patricia, good show. People must not be ashamed of discussing their sexual activities. In fact, oral sex is good. Nothing wrong with that. Must be agreed by both partners. Partnerships that is the beauty of life. That's another SMS that we got in there. Remember, you can join in on the conversation. Our number is oh one one seven one four three nine four five or 011-714-4045. It seems that people, you know, we've got discussions between, yes, let's go ahead and have this oral sex, and you're saying it is safer. But how can oral sex be safer, doctor, than kissing each other? Is it because we can use barriers? But what happens if we don't use barriers? Well, that's why I was saying that if you think about uh, uh, the COVID-19, we said it's got an affinity, for your oropharynx, which is your mouth, your your your, your mucus or your respiratory system, and your your ear, nose, and throat kind of a system, uh, which means uh, it may not have affinity for your private organs, so to speak. Which means maybe the virus may not. We don't have enough evidence that the virus can attach through your to your penis or to your vagina. So most of the infections that you've got is infections that you will have gotten through. Uh, breathing in the the formats or the air or respiratory droplets coming into your mouth. So if you think about uh, the oral sex, is one partner's private part versus your uh, your maybe your mouth, and the other uh, partner's private part versus your your mouth again. So there's no a uh, mouth to mouth, so to speak. Uh, so there shouldn't be something that uh, is coming from the other person's mouth that gets into your mouth. Rather, you'll be getting that from the private part. No. I don't know if you are able to paint that picture where you are actually avoiding each other's uh, mouth, but uh, their, your mouth are both into your private part and not really exposed to each other for you to be able to contract that virus. Now, Umzwaka says, I actually do not trust a doctor because we've been told that a one that one can get a virus through sweating. So, can a doctor can the doctor please explain the aspect of sweating during sex and the sweat being able to transmit the disease? Well, uh, uh, I am not aware of that that you could get a virus through sweating. But obviously, the virus, in terms of, uh, if you look at, uh, the, the virus can live in your body. You see, that's a problem, that if you've attached a certain surface, the virus can live in your body. And obviously, a sweat can mobilize that virus wherever it is. So that's why, again, the main thing is hygiene, which means if you've washed properly and you've uh, properly sanitized, uh, you are hoping that perhaps you would have dealt with the virus. But again, it's not that the virus will be shared through the t- uh, tears as such, or I mean, through the sweat as such, but it could be a contaminated surfaces that uh, you were already contaminated 
perhaps the sweat just uh, mobilizes the the, the 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 virus that is already on your skin. But then again, uh, that's why I was saying that uh, it, it is going to be a very difficult topic in terms of where you draw the line, and we obviously have to be very careful in terms of we're not saying that now. Uh, people should just go on and having sex even during this lockdown because, I mean, that's against the government rules. But we're looking at uh, to say, how do you still get intimate with your partner and how do you still and how can you still have sex safely with your partner that you've been living with? And again, it's very important for us to emphasize that uh, probably acquiring a new partner is a no-no during this time of, uh, of the pandemic. Oh, but no. again, we, we're trying to look at, look at a, a person that you've probably been quarantining with, which means you you would have been exposed perhaps in other ways other than just sex in any case. You know, uh, Doctor, a, a lot of people who are single are, are definitely going to be crying because, I mean, now that we are not that... Um, you know, restricted to interact with each other as much. Maybe I might be, you know, ready to meet someone new and try something new. But uh, when you are saying rather stick to the devil, you know, I don't know what to say. I've got a tweet here from Sizwe Njinga. Sizwe says, I've been masturbating since I was 16 and I am 33 years old now. To be honest, thanks to coronavirus, now I have a valid excuse why I masturbate. Hmm. Love the honesty, Sizwe. Good for him. Love the honesty, Sizwe. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I've got a WhatsApp here from Zeke. Zeke says, good, na- uh, good evening, Patricia. Uh, one listener spoke about doing sex through the phone. Is it possible? Can the doctor comment on that? So uh, Zeke wants to know more about phone sex. The ums and the ahs, do they work? How do they work? <laughs> well, uh, I, I think uh, you obviously have to understand your partner. And uh, we talked about virtual dating earlier on. And, uh, I mean, there's a way you can do how you can perhaps video chat each other into a sexual uh, kind of sexual innuendo, uh, how you can uh, seduce each other over the phone. I think those are things that really can work. And uh, most people are doing those things in any case. So I think those are things that people can also explore, particularly if you're perhaps living apart. Those are things that you have to think about. I mean, I, I'm not a, a sex expert as such, but there are video games that people can play. There are virtual board games that people can do. And uh, perhaps you need to have a skill to say how do you seduce your partner when they are away from you to making sure or to making them to want to have sex with you even when they are not around or next to you. Okay, so obviously the the act of having sex uh, needs to culminate in an orgasm, right? And I think maybe for Zakes, it it could be then if I start playing these games, how do I get to that point where I've reached the peak of the mountain, but there is no one there with me? It's just me, myself, and I. Uh, I think it's got to be a learned behavior. Uh, they, They have to learn. Maybe they have to... Uh, again, uh, other people watch uh, uh, pornography and other video people, uh, they, they have to stimulate each other if that's a, that's a route that they are trying to take. And again, if it fails, perhaps then maybe uh, they wouldn't have learned uh, that, uh, that method. But uh, for most people, it works and they are able to reach and have an orgasm even over the phone. All right. Uh, we've got a caller here on the line. Uh, Tepo, good evening to you. 
Hi, how are you? Excellent, thanks, Tepo. You can uh, give us your comment or even ask your question. Well, um, I'm commenting on what the doctor said, actually. He's, he mentioned um, video chatting. Um, mm-hmm. By my understanding, um, video chatting is actually prohibited, I understand. But like, um, everyone is actually, know, they know that um, our phones can get hacked and stuff like that. So, um, I think that, I mean, like, it's not like it hasn't happened before, like, so, Tepo, are you saying that, okay, there we've lost Tepo. So, Tepo's saying video calling is a bit of a no-no due to the fact that, you know, you could possibly get your phone hacked and <laughs> your nudes or your videos could be found. So, that's one of those things. But, Doctor, with the little time that we've got left, I'd like us to perhaps go through the fact that, let's say you are tested positive with coronavirus or the COVID-19 um, virus. And then you recover. Do you have to go around and tell your next partner, if you were not married, that, well, I once had coronavirus, I'm, I've recovered now, uh, before you have sex? Uh, 